welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm your host, Christina Abood. I'm a licensed clinical therapist and dating and relationship coach obsessed with helping you to unleash your inner magic, up-level your dating life and relationship, and create that epic, juicy love that you've been waiting for. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. So let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. Today, we're going to talk about attachment styles. And I just feel like everyone has been talking about attachment styles forever. I feel like it's like the new personality test, but for relationships. I love it. (laughs) I'm excited. I am really stoked to talk about this today because I have been learning about attachment theory for many, many years, and I just think it's so fun that everyone's talking about it, interested in it now, and I just think it's such a great lens to think about your relationships through and how you can become even better in your relationships. Today, we're going to talk about the history, where did it come from, who even created attachment theory, and we're going to talk about all the attachment styles and then some things you can do to start to move toward a secure attachment if that's what you feel called to do. Let's jump into the history of this. John Bowlby and Mary Ainsworth were really the ones who created attachment theory. This was back in the 50s. And he described it as it's the way that we connect to our caregivers in early life. And it's the emotional bond we have to another person. And then it impacts your entire life. This really makes a lot of sense because from the ages of zero to seven, our brain is in a state of super learning. At this time, we are taking in all of the information around us and we are forming what really life means. Like we're, we're getting all the information. And one of these things is how do we interact in our relationships? How you show up today is really because of this. And the research shows this, that this is actually happening. I think this is really cool because It can help us understand, like I said, how we're showing up. And attachment really does impact all of our relationships. So here, obviously, on this podcast, I talk about romantic relationships, but truly, it's all of our relationships. It's our friendships, our family relationships, everyone, because it's how we're interacting with them. What's also really super fascinating is that this is the reason. Well, one of the main reasons that you continue to date the same person over and over. Like this is it because you have an attachment style. Everyone does. So you're just repeating those patterns. And that's why that keeps showing up. Super interesting stuff. We have this with everyone, everyone that we interact with. It really just gives a good understanding to like who we are, how we are showing up. And it can truly impact like changing this can truly impact the quality of our relationships in our life. So that's pretty cool. Bowlby had four different categories for attachment. And that was secure, avoidant, anxious, and anxious avoidant. And Amesworth, she also was doing lots of research. She actually had three original ones, which were secure, ambivalent insecure, and avoidant insecure. Later, there was a fourth one added called disorganized. So for today's purposes and in general, you kind of think about it this way, is that secure and then there's three under insecure. So 
those are really like the headliners here, secure and insecure. And then secure attachment falls under obviously secure attachment. And then the other ones fall under the insecure. We're just going to talk about bulbies because they're all pretty similar, to be honest with you. You know, they change a little bit depending on the research and, and who you're reading about. But really, they're all like pretty similar. So we're going to talk about secure, avoidant, anxious, and then anxious avoidant, which is, again, very similar to disorganized. So we'll talk about that one as well. Let's first start with anxious. I want to hit all the insecure before we get into secure. So we're going to talk about our anxious folks and their attachment. Anxious attachment people are typically very sensitive to rejection. They are are people pleasers. They're codependent and really struggle potentially with codependency. There are people who struggle with perfectionism um, or having to be perfect with everything. And they're also very hyper accommodating, hypersensitive. They're really not great with boundaries, setting them and also receiving them. A lot of times feel like abandoned in situations and relationships. And they take a lot of things personally. Like I said, they're, they're hypersensitive or hypersensitive people. They also have learned that their love is conditional. So they do things to receive that love because that's how they were taught when they were younger, that their love was conditional. So they had to do something to get that love. They are the people that overanalyze, overthink, right? They're the people that are really in their head, analyzing things, you know, trying to be accommodating. They also are very uncomfortable with feeling feelings and having a lot of emotions, even though they typically do have a lot of emotions, is that they're really uncomfortable with that. It's not great for them. They don't like it. And they're also very sensitive to stress. And that is actually because their amygdala is more sensitive to stress. So because of how they were taught when they were babies to receive love and how love is is built, they're actually more sensitive to that in their brain. So our avoidant people, those are people that really push away relationships. You could say these are the people that like, you know, quote, have commitment issues. Commitment actually really might feel unsafe to their body. Like that's definitely a thing. They at the core don't really trust others. They want relationships. They want to have these things with others, right? This intimacy, but they're not really able to because again, their system is feeling like it's unsafe. A lot of times these people will run from relationships. They really, they push away relationships. So it could be like they're in a relationship and they'll do things to self-sabotage. A lot of times they feel, you know, disconnected from others because they're not really able to connect on that deeper and more intimate level with romantic relationships, their friends, family really everyone in their life. They don't necessarily really want people close because they're trying to protect themselves. They, at the core, because of their experience, they feel like relying on others is dangerous. Like that's what they were taught when they were babies. And these are also the people where intimacy overwhelms them. They are really struggle to be vulnerable 
They show up as very emotionally unavailable. They're not able to connect on that deeper, that deeper level with others. And they seek a lot of external validation. They're also actually quite sensitive. They can appear, you know, kind of closed off. Really, what's happening is they're feeling a lot of shame. So these people, when they receive criticism, or maybe, you know, someone says something to them that they don't like, they actually feel internally like I'm a failure, I'm not enough. They actually fear that if you get too close, you might not like what you see. That's actually what they think. So those are the avoidant folks. The next one is our anxious avoidant slash disorganized. A lot of these are pretty similar in the sense to avoidant, but it's definitely different in the sense that they really withdraw from others. And that if you come too close, they're going to pull away. It just feels like chaos to their system. And a lot of times they might feel like paralyzed by, you know, you trying to get close to them. They have a mix of relationships, uh, but really at the core, like it doesn't feel safe for them to get close. And that's because a lot of these people who have this attachment style grew up in homes that were or they experienced abuse and neglect. And it doesn't even have to be anything extreme. It could just be that, you know, someone's parent just wasn't available for them. They just weren't there. Maybe they were always traveling or just were not available emotionally for them. And these people really struggle to be available, to be consistent because that love was that way for them. And they struggle to have consistent and long-term relationships most of the time. So those are our three insecure. Let's move into secure. So having a secure attachment style really means that you're able to co-regulate with the other person, that you know you are lovable, you are worthy, you are okay and comfortable being alone, you are very comfortable with boundaries, setting them, and also people setting them for you. So you can, you can put them in place. You can also accept them. You're comfortable receiving love. Like you're cool with that. You want that in your life. And really at the core, you believe that you can trust the world. You believe that it's safe for others to love you and for you to love them. And thinking about others' needs is really important. You're able to do that. You can think about others. You don't have to be so focused on yourself, whereas the other ones are really focused on protecting themselves. Because a secure attachment doesn't have to do that, they are able to think of others' needs. They're able to navigate conflicts. They're able to show up as their best self and a whole feeling like a whole person really in this relationship. And that just all sounds so good. (laughs) Sounds amazing. So those are the four attachment styles. A lot of times people feel like, okay, I need to be secure. That's the thing. I need to do that. I have to be secure. Otherwise, something is wrong with me. I need to change it. And I just want to say that there is nothing wrong with you. If you don't have a secure attachment, there is literally nothing wrong. It is okay. You can absolutely get to a secure attachment. But I just want to make that super clear that, you know, it's okay. The awesome thing is that you can shift and change this. That it can absolutely happen. And a couple of things to note about 
attachment styles is that your attachment style can shift and change depending on your life circumstances and the relationship that you're in. So you might be with a different kind of partner and show up differently, especially if you are with a partner who is secure and you're anxious, you're definitely going to feel more secure. And if you experience something in life that is really awful, your attachment style could change because you might learn then in that moment that it's not safe for you to love or to attach to others. That can definitely shift and change. And the other thing is that all of these attachment styles are a spectrum. So you might hear me talking and you're like, well, I'm not like hypersensitive, but like I'm pretty sensitive, right? It really is just a spectrum. So you might be anxious, but that ranges so much. And it's not just really black or white, you're this or that. So you can fall on the spectrum of avoidant or anxious or anxious avoidant. It's all very possible that you can shift and change. And the really cool thing is that we all have a secure attachment within us. It's not something that you need to like go find, go seek. You already have it within you. You already have everything you need. And that's pretty awesome. If you're not in a secure attachment right now, again, there's nothing wrong with you. It is okay. And up until this point where you are changing it, that really is just your brain trying to keep you safe. That's all it's doing. Like I said before, like these are just protective attachment styles. They're just trying to protect you from getting hurt. That's why they're there. That's why your brain does that. That's why I did that when you were a baby because it wanted to keep you safe. That's what you learned. And it feels like if it does these things, if it, if it puts you in a position where you can push away relationships, you won't get hurt. That's the only reason why that's happening. And so, like I said, we all have this secure attachment within us. We can change them just as you can change anything. And you absolutely can develop a secure attachment. And how you do that is building that secure relationship with you. And then you're able to show up with others in that secure way, in that safe way. Your brain then knows it is safe to be vulnerable with this person. I don't have to push them away. I can have these intimate situations or I will be okay if this person doesn't want to go on a date with me. Like I'm going to be cool. No big deal. It's not a problem. How you move into a safe and secure attachment, like I said, is building that with yourself. Some of the core pieces of that are vulnerability, building strong boundaries, getting comfortable with boundaries, getting comfortable with others, setting boundaries, and doing self-reflection, really getting to know yourself, building that relationship with yourself, and getting comfortable with emotions. Vulnerability really is you being open to sharing these emotions. And so starting to be able to communicate your emotions to others, to start to even just name them, to share things with others that might just feel a little messy, just maybe feel a little uncomfortable, like 
maybe saying, yeah, I had a really shit day and talking about it with someone, even though maybe you don't typically do that. Doing those little things to get comfortable with your emotions, to be more vulnerable with others. And this is especially important for my avoidant attachment styles out there because this is going to get you to start communicating and you have to get comfortable with communicating because that avoidant, right, is the one running from the relationship and they're not communicating as much. And so getting comfortable with communicating in those ways will really, really help to start to build that secure attachment and getting comfortable with boundaries. So getting comfortable with saying no or no thank you, if that's what you prefer, really learning about boundaries and looking at your life and seeing like, where am I having these leaky boundaries? And how can I put better systems in place to make sure that I am holding them with others? And this is important too, how do I respect other people's boundaries? How can I be okay if this person, you know, is setting a boundary with me? And doing the self-reflection. So really thinking about how you can show up differently in conversations or really thinking about different aspects of yourself and starting to develop them. So if you're really struggling, let's say with like your self-confidence, how can you start to move into a place, maybe even like journal about that or read a book about that? Those are the things you can do to start to get into that secure attachment. And The biggest piece around moving into that and having this safe relationship with yourself is getting comfortable with emotions. A really easy way to do that and get connected with your own emotions is to start checking in with yourself more often. So maybe it's like in the morning, you just check in with your, your mind and your heart and your body. How are you feeling right now in all of those areas? How are you feeling in your mind? How are you feeling in your heart? How are you feeling in your body? And just doing that often. And it's really actually a mindful practice that I learned a long time ago. And I think it's pretty cool. And I teach a lot of my clients this is even when you're doing day-to-day things, like do that, check in with yourself. If you're at the gym, check in with yourself. How are you feeling in those three areas? Even just in your body, even when you're at the grocery store or dropping the kids off at school or golfing or whatever it is that you do in your life, keep doing those things. This doesn't take a lot of time, just 15 seconds. How do I feel? That will help you to get comfortable to connect with your emotions and yourself. The last piece that I'll leave you with in terms of how you can start to change this is to think about how you're talking to yourself. Your words are so powerful. How we talk to ourselves is way more impactful than we realize. And so start to notice how you talk to yourself and really start to validate those feelings that are coming up for you when you're doing your check-ins or just when feelings are coming up for you. Being able to validate ourselves is going to really change the game. So that means that if, let's say, I was feeling really sad about something instead of being "Mm, you should stop feeling sad just stop this is stupid instead of doing that just validating yourself yeah it's okay that I feel sad and I'm gonna honor that and just let myself feel feel sad right now 
It's okay. Right? Just focusing on validating just as you are, you would with anyone else. Maybe you say to yourself, yeah, I get that self. <laughs> I get why you'd be upset with this. It's okay. You're going to feel sad for a while. And in feeling these feelings, we're not talking about feeling sad or whatever this emotion is for days. We're not going to sit here and just feel sad all the time, but we're going to allow ourselves to feel it because it's really important that we do. And all these are important for every attachment style under the insecure and will all help you to get to that secure place. Attachment is just so fascinating. There's so much more that we could dive into, but um, this is really a good overview for you guys on what they mean, how you can start to change that. It truly is how we build and receive love, how we create that love in our lives. If we want to create like healthy, amazing, epic, juicy love, we want to show up as our absolute best versions, which means a secure version. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something, give some really good tools together and start moving towards a secure attachment. And thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. 